What's poppin', motherfuckers? Oh. It's your girl Lenny here. It's your girl Jasmine here. Welcome back to another episode, you guys. Episode fucking 11. Literally, this episode and next episode, and we're done with season one. What the fuck? That shit flew. So just a very quick disclaimer, you guys. This episode is going to be a little different. Lenny and I are not going to be in the same room. This episode is just going to be very straightforward our experience with mental health. Before we get into it, Lenny's gonna give us a quick update. I am currently in sack right now. I just got my nails did. Um, I'm here for a couple things, but mostly just to spend time with my friends, see them, getting these summer vibes ready. I'm gonna be coming in and out of sack, catching these flights, if you know what I'm saying. And I actually just posted on our Instagram a little poll of what you guys might want to listen to. And I am loving it. A little bit of everything. I like it. We're all in our fuckery, but we're all on our growth shit. I feel like we're I feel like we're all trying to bake break barriers, which is good. I love it. I love it, you guys. And funny, so this topic, this week's topic. It's going to hit a little close to home to some. Full disclosure, Jasmine nor I, we're not in any way, shape, or form therapists, counselors, psychiatrists, none of that shit. We're just people that are, you know, telling our story and describing how our experiences have been with mental health. And hopefully this can help somebody or maybe you have gone through the same things and like didn't know it but like certain things might click for you who knows i feel like nowadays we all kind of go through something similar i'm so glad that mental health is becoming less taboo of a topic but yet there's still those stigmas um so we thought it'd be important for us to talk about this in this season like we all know we've all had our fun but you know it's it's important for us to like keep things serious too you know real life shit real hot girl shit yeah but real life shit too like shit that happens that we don't talk about behind closed doors yeah and i totally agree with lenny it's very important to talk about mental health emotional health all that because it affects us all differently in many different ways and just like she said we're not psychiatrists we're not therapists but we are real life people that deal with real life shit every fucking day but before we get into it i kind of want to give you guys an update i just recently got a physical done by my doctor and turns out your girl is fucking healthy okay I, besides me losing like 20 pounds in like two months, um, other than that, I'm fucking healthy. And the reason why I lost so much weight so fast is because my dad moved out. So your girl been eating scraps. Okay. (laughs) I've been making myself some sandwiches. I'll be like getting myself some fast food because You guys, after a fucking long night or a long day of work, the last thing I want to do is come home, clean, and cook. Like, no, no. But that has to change, you know, that comes with discipline. That is something that Lenny and I have talked about in this season. Yeah, I still really haven't made 
a great routine you know I'm not great at that that's something that I will admit um but anyways anyways let's um I'm like getting lost here I got a physical done I'm healthy I got blood work done my cholesterol and everything is good um vitamin d all that it was the vitamin d or vitamin c I don't remember which but one of those um but yeah I'm pretty healthy and you guys recently I don't think I've talked about it in the pod yet but recently you guys I have noticed my body severely at work I get like these severe allergic reactions I don't know what it is don't know what it is so when I finally went to the doctor and I got my physical done and I got tested for allergies and all that shit bitches I found out what it is this episode should be a reminder to just check in on your physical health your mental health your emotional health like bitches I got a physical done and I'm healthy when was the last time y'all motherfuckers got a physical done high school because that was the last time I got one shit and you know I'm about to be 25 and I need to know if I'm fucking healthy you know I I do want to you know have a family in the future and I just want to make sure that I'm healthy so I'm good on that mentally healthy though (laughs) we all on our way there bitches we all on our way there so let's get fucking started Lenny what do you think or in your opinion what is mental health what do i think mental health is from my understanding it's the overall just psychological and emotional and even social well-being of an individual yeah (laughs) that's what i understood um and that's what pretty much the definition that i've carried throughout so many years like that's how i understood mental health it's a connection between mind and emotions and it could affect you socially but here's the actual definition mental health consists of emotional psychological and social well-being mental health influences one's perception cognition and behavior and can determine how one handles stress decision making and interpersonal relationships so yes mental health affects a lot it could definitely take a toll on you if you're not taking care of yourself and I 100% agree that it affects a lot if you're not taking care of yourself. Oi! I don't know if y'all could hear that, but my fucking neighbors are rowdy. Anyways, I 100% agree that it affects a lot if you're not taking care of yourself. People end up in the hospital for not taking care of themselves mentally. You know what I'm saying? Like... You know, people get overly stressed and they worry too much about others and they carry on other people's problems on their back. And then it instead of them worrying about their problems, they're worried about other people's problems. And then that's like double the problems that they're worried about. And then it's like, fuck, there's only so much someone could carry mentally. You know, you can only carry so many bricks physically right and then after a while it gets heavier and heavier 
and then it just you collapse because you can't take it it's the same thing mentally there's only so much you can take mentally and you just like fucking blow up and it's not okay so jasmine what mental health challenges have you overcome or are you currently facing well I personally think that we all deal with mental health challenges every day. But for myself right now, I think I've been pretty good. I'm working, my bills are paid. I have a good relationship with you. I have a good relationship with my family, with my friends, you know, the the little that I do have. But... In the past, as sad as this sounds, I've dealt the most anxiety and depression while I was in relationships. But yeah, what about you? What mental health challenges have you overcame or are you currently facing? I'm currently, or I've dealt with depression. Um, and within my healing journey that I'll get into later, um, I have also experienced minor anxiety and a full-ass panic attack, which that shit was weird to me. I have never, I think that's the only time. Recently, I felt anxiety when I was in my Mexico trip, actually, and I'll get into it, um, but that's what I've dealt with, um, major depression, actually, and I think I'm currently, currently facing, um, just trying not to get back to that place so it's kind of like uh, obviously like depression comes and goes so it's important to me to do what I can what I can control to not get to that place again and so far it's been good there has been times where I've gotten scared I'm like oh shit is it coming back and it's it's a little battle you guys it is but it's not impossible once you get the support all right Lenny we'll define or give us a little background info on those different disorders so major or clinical depression it goes back and forth is when someone is in a constant like depressed mood or at a loss of interest for like their regular activities so it causes like significant impairment on one's daily schedule and that can lead to physical and behavioral symptoms which i'm gonna get into right now so like with major depression the way it could affect your mood you could like experience anxiety apathy general discontent like when you're not just happy with anything like it's not fulfilling your life guilt hopelessness loss of interest or pleasure in activities like mood swings and just overall sadness y'all it sucks depression it affects your behavior so like with me i was i was very irritable y'all it affects your sleep you can wait like sleep a little or like sleep a lot there's insomnia and this is importantly guys like yes you might sleep but there's an importance between just sleeping and like getting an actual restful sleep so with um depression there's like restless sleep Depression can also affect your weight, weight gain, weight loss. Depression, there's different stages. Um, And I even learned about this in school. The first stage, or like the, one of the stages was the one I just mentioned, the one that 
I was diagnosed with, which was major slash clinical depression. Then there's persistent depression, um, which lasts at least like two years, but doesn't get the severe like symptoms as major depression. Then there's bipolar depression. They call it manic depression as well. So they kind of switch off. With bipolar depression, you also get like thoughts of activity, uh, thoughts and activity at like super high speed. If you have or experience or like know somebody that's experienced like manic or bipolar depression, they're like usually ramped up. One of another one is SAD, SAD, which is kind of like a seasonal affective disorder. People that I know that have this usually get it um, during the fall, during the holidays, like when it's gloomy out. Like, you guys, your environment affects your fucking mood. So if you're like in a dark room, that shit's gonna affect you. Another one, or the last one is PMDD premenstrual dysphectic disorder i think i'm saying that wrong right i don't know it happens around or before your period and y'all i thought i was going crazy um a couple like months ago like i was so scared like i thought my depression was coming back and like i started feeling the same thoughts or like symptoms that i would that I did once I figured out like I was diagnosed with depression and I knew once I got over it and like did the work I knew like I never wanted to get back there again so like one time before my period was gonna start I'm like why the fuck am I feeling like this like everything's good like I was mad I was like why (laughs) but you know a couple days later I got my period I'm like ugh, like this feeling is not okay like especially when you've like recovered from like such a dark place but it's a thing like a lot of women like get it and i'm one of those women um but with pmdd like some things that you know some warning signs or some symptoms um like pain areas you could like your breast and muscle and your pelvis could like you know be sore or be in pain or just hurt you get mood swings you get anxiety sadness anger hopelessness or even sometimes a panic a panic attack all right a little background info on anxiety anxiety is intense excessive and persistent worry and fear about everyday situations fast heart rate rapid breathing and sweating when i was dealing with anxiety and depression that's exactly how i felt and the reason why i say that i dealt with a lot of anxiety and depression while i was in relationships is because i love hard you guys i love hard and i'm 100 percent in when i'm with somebody so whenever something doesn't go right or something negative is said it hits me like really hard and i overthink certain situations and that goes back to anxiety because i'm constantly worrying and fearing about like oh my god he's mad at me like does he even love me anymore or you know like oh my god he's mad at me like he's never gonna like forgive me or like the silent treatment i would receive silent treatment 
as like a punishment and I would always overthink it because when you live with somebody and you receive the silent treatment, that's a type of abuse, believe it or not. And I received it every time this man was mad at me and it's fucking sucked you guys like I said I would overthink shit and it would just like hit me and my emotions get the best of me because I'm just like very sensitive when it comes to getting my feelings hurt by the people closest to me um I guess you can say the last time I had a severe anxiety attack is when the breakup with my ex happened in 2020 it got physical and things were thrown in damage from both ends and it was just bad. I had a loss of appetite. I didn't eat for like the first four days after that breakup. I just like drank water and like ate like yogurt and like just like little shit like that. Um, I really didn't want to do anything but just sleep and cuddle with my dog. Again, that goes with depression. It's just... A loss of interest in activities and just a depressed mood and it really did affect me for a little bit but then you know a bad bitch realized she can't be fucking sad forever duh <laughs> so yeah I mean it is what it is you know what I'm saying but I guess you can say I had my first anxiety attack when I was like five years old when I witnessed my parents um physically fighting in front of me and that was crazy I guess that's when it all started you know and I I grew up you know just kind of always being not mad but I grew up having like a very strong attitude like I witnessed a lot as a kid and I dealt with a lot like during school and stuff like that I have always had like this type of energy in me I don't know it's kind of weird to explain but long story short I went to therapy all throughout high school and thankfully for that therapist I was able to graduate because she like talked me through a lot of stuff and like when you're in high school you're growing up and you're realizing a lot of things and you look back at certain situations when you were a kid and you're like what yeah and in high school I had like my first real anxiety attack in my room I just don't remember exactly what I was thinking in that moment but I just remember my room shutting, like shutting down on me. And what I mean by that is like my fucking room. It felt like because I was laying in my bed and my fucking room felt like it was just like shrinking on me. And I just was like getting bigger and my room was getting smaller and I felt like claustrophobic and I felt like I couldn't breathe. So I was like hyperventilating and I called my dad crying because I didn't live with my dad in high school. So I called my dad crying, like explaining to him what I was feeling. And I remember my mom was downstairs because my mom's room was downstairs when I lived with her. And um, I just remember her like running up and 
asking me like what's going on like are you okay and I was like I don't even know what's going on no I'm not okay and I just remember like freaking out and then um, my dad ended up taking me to the doctor and yeah they were like yeah you, you know you had an anxiety attack and still to this day I just don't know what caused it but after that I just I don't deal with like random anxiety attacks I really have to be in a situation where like my emotions and my head is just like everywhere and I can't process anything like I don't know it's just crazy damn girl yeah that's that ain't it so moving on to our third question what causes this and what do you think may have triggered it for you well like I was just saying my anxiety gets triggered whenever I can't get a control of my emotions and I'm my mind is going on a hundred and I'm constantly overthinking but the last time I had an anxiety attack what triggered it was just the hostility the anger in the room you know just totally bad energy just caused me to have an anxiety attack because there was shit flying everywhere we were cussing at each other and then it got physical and like my emotions were fucking everywhere and boom anxiety kicked in and it was crazy but you know what you guys I really hope no one goes through a situation like that and what I mean by that is being with a partner and I don't want to say the word DV but I mean I guess that's the appropriate term right when you're in a relationship and it gets toxic like that and it gets physical I really hope no one is dealing with that and if you are dealing with that you are not alone and you can always talk to somebody about it and seek help and support but what about you Lenny for me dang okay this is where we're gonna get into it y'all it it was kind of like a lot of different things but I guess I'll start I'll go back to like where I guess where it kind of first started for me um it was death loss and eventually the move so like literally everything like death loss and a big move something life changing so let me get into it this all started back in the beginning of 2019 2018 no problem i would say that was one of the best years of my life then and it was crazy because i've mentioned him before my friend g he was starting to talk a lot about um the power of our thoughts and manifestation and growing up y'all like my mom has always told us the power of colors of our thoughts and like you know very spiritual stuff not necessarily being religious but more like you know like spiritual things um but whenever she would mention it it wouldn't stick with me because I wasn't at the right time you know I was not focused on that and so once G started talking to me about this shit I'm like wait this all fucking sounds so familiar I'm like wait my mom's told me that and he was like oh my god so (laughs) we started like talking we're like oh yeah so we got my mom in the loop we just started talking like super positively so like by the end of 2018 we're like you know what me and my friend G were like 
not that we didn't have our shit together but like okay like we had fun like we're gonna start making trying to make big moves and see shit differently because we did you know like we were trying to like level up my mom called me told me telling me breaking the news that my grandpa from mexico my dad's dad had passed and it was so crazy freaking because i was at my apartment with g actually and we were like getting litty we were actually even talking about you know getting excited for the new year like it was already 2019 at this point um i don't know you guys the world just works in crazy ways like that call i would say was the first i don't want to say previous deaths didn't hit me but this one did physically which was weird like obviously i started crying my bones i felt like were shaking like obviously like we had smoked so like and we had literally just started smoking so once i got the call i was like fuck like what it was just crazy and thank god for g like i know that's an uncomfortable spot to be in because i think it's hard to comfort friends and loved ones because it's it's death it's a fucking loss like nothing could really fix that or there's no words to actually like you know take the pain away um because it's inevitable like it's gonna happen and there's no going back so he really helped me out that day if you're listening bitch thank you um he called my boss um i was you know on and off the phone with my mom trying to like get flights to like fly out to la and then you know we're just trying to figure it out he ended up calling um some of my sorority sisters my big and my little they were there i mean dude I, my mind was just everywhere i think i started washing dishes it just like affected me and like i was thinking back you guys like why like why like why this one you know um and it all comes back and i thought about it i'm like because this is the one where i actually had like an emotional connection to them i think two years before then um I had gone to Mexico with, you know, my college best friend and we make time to go visit my grandpa. Sorry, y'all. I'm getting a knot in my throat. <laughs> um, I don't know. We just spent a day together. Just me and him and my friend and her brother and our chofer. <laughs> but it was good. It was memorable. Pause. Hold on. <laughs> so that was like the first thing in 2019. Then after that... I guess like family crisis, um, just shit going on in the family, like back home. I think that affected me because I was so far and I felt like useless and it was just caused like a whole bunch of, um, how do you call it? Like emotional stress. So that was like on and off too. Um, and then also, which is crazy, like, like I was going through all this shit, right? But the crazy part is like, so were like the people around me, like my friends, like, it was just, I felt like 2019 was one of those years where, like, everybody, or at least around me, like, everybody was hurting. Yeah, like, everybody, like, one of my friends, he was experiencing, like, death, too, and then loss. Like, it was just crazy, y'all. But when we went to Miami, uh, me and Jasmine, when we went to Miami the first time, I think that's why, too, like, I wanted to leave so bad. Like, fuck this shit, like, I need a break. Um... But then at, at that time, too, like, that's when, that's kind of, like, the time frame where, like, my college friendship started, like, slipping off. So, 
there was that too like there was another loss added and then when I came back from Miami it was like still the family crisis shit was going on and then you guys the only thing that kept me I guess going in a way distracted if you will um was my fucking job and in 20 fucking in December of 2019 they fucking closed so I was just like what the fuck so that definitely all that I think definitely triggered my depression y'all so it was like a year's worth of things sometimes it's not just gonna be like one thing that triggers it it could also be like a lot of little things and that was the case for me i think you know what it is i thought of, it was funny like i thought about this and i'm like maybe the universe was like trying to do like give me like not bad juju but like throwing shit my way so i could like learn to deal with them but then i freaking i i suppressed that and i just kept working family shit kept working you know losses kept working and maybe the universe was probably like fuck that let me take your job away <laughs> that was my i just thought about that i'm like you know what i mean sometimes shit happens shit happens it has to happen and sometimes you have to be at your lowest for you to you know understand what you gotta learn that the universe or god or whatever you believe in is trying to like send your way you know and yeah that's what happened to me y'all that's what triggered it for me so next question <laughs> how did this affect your life if it did in any way well my anxiety and depression in 2020 it affected my life drastically like I said before me and my ex lived together so when we broke up and I was dealing with all these emotions I was pretty much homeless I put my stuff in storage. I moved into my mom's house for like two, three weeks. And I was fortunate enough to find a, a new place right away with my dad. But it affected me because I wasn't eating properly. My emotions were very shut down. For those of you who know me, I have this uplifting energy I guess you can say like I'm not even trying to like hype myself up but like I got good motherfucking energy okay like I'm a good time I'm fun I always got something to say and when I was dealing with all of this like I was just quiet not really doing much not really saying much just in my head you know it eventually got better. I moved in with my dad and little by little I was doing things that would distract me from thinking about my ex and it helped. And then little by little my depression started to go away. I started to date again. I started to meet new people and I'm not saying that dating fucking solved my anxiety and depression no I had to get out of anxiety and depression to be able to date again and um yeah I learned a lot about myself and I'm blessed what about you though so for me um it didn't I don't think it affected my life right away like off the top of like the first thing that happened that year I definitely was in denial which is why I hid in my work but once the agency closed 
I was, um, I, my, bo- my boss suggested that I just get unemployment, obviously, because the work was emotionally draining. It was heavy work, you guys. Being in a group home with the foster youth is not easy. At the time, like, I didn't know what unemployment was. Like, I, that was my first, like, actual big girl job, so I was still learning about the adulting life but she's like if you get fired or something or like in our case the agency's closing it's not our fault you'll be able to get like unemployment i took time off and i started going out a lot um i try to keep myself occupied so i didn't get a chance to like see myself falling apart i guess Because although I pushed through, like, all the childhood traumas and, like, emotional obstacles before, I think deep down, like, I knew this one was different for some reason. And that was a side that I didn't know, so I avoided it. Like, I just distracted myself and went out with my friends. So did you end up seeking therapy? How was your experience? Eventually... I came to terms with the fact that I was not right. I was frustrated with my emotional state and not being able to like go back to normal to like the person I was. Once 2020 came, I went over, I went home after, yeah, because I spent New Year's here. We threw something at my apartment and then after that I went back home to LA and my sister had sent me the link to Pepperdine, which is a low-cost therapy option for those of you that you know don't know how to start or get into it don't have like insurance definitely like and look into Pepperdine University um they're students I think they're trying to get their doctorates but yeah that's it was low cost I think it was 15 bucks the session but eventually they didn't even charge me like towards the end because of COVID and this is my second time doing talk therapy, technically, or any type of counseling. The first time, though, was very different. It was at Sac State, and it was, like, quick, to the point. And if they felt like you needed more help, then they would, like, connect you with outside resources. They called. They let them know I wanted to make an appointment or whatever. So they were going to call me back, right? They called me back, and I already, for some reason, I thought I was already with my... connected with my like therapist the one I would be working with um but no it was it was just a receptionist trying to get you know asking you some questions you know trying to like you know get your case together or whatever but I'm over here telling her everything that happened I'm here bawling my eyes out I had to step out the house I was on the porch I remember I was like (laughs) like that crying I was bawling and I felt so bad. I'm like, ugh, could she even understand me? But the, after, like, once I was done, I was like, yeah, so that's why I need therapy. <laughs> and she's like, okay, well, thank you for that. So um, in a couple of days, like, the person that you'll be working with will give you a call. So I'm like, oh, so you're not her? <laughs> um, I think that's very common, honestly. Because um, I know somebody that the same thing had happened to her. Um, so you get paired with, you know, your person, your counselor, therapist, whatever it may be. After that, my experience, like overall, it was hard for me for one, because I think like just accepting it was hard regardless. But then for another, 
reason like I felt like because I knew like you guys I worked for three years with you know foster youth and people in and out um just horrible circumstances and like one of the main things we did was like support them during their mental health challenges and a lot of them were depressed and like I knew the signs I knew what to do and so when it was time for me to like admit it like fuck like I I knew what I had to do to like try to my try to get out of this like state of depression and like I couldn't do it so I think like I was just being hard on myself this is like the first time I actually like fully opened up because I had to um when it's like it's just you and that person in the room it could be kind of intimidating but they're not there to like they're there to help you so like I had to like you know take breaks if I had to and she you know there's Kleenex there um but the mo- the important thing to do there at that moment was to let everything out and like express yourself and like talking and sometimes you even feel bad like you know, like, sharing your feelings, because you even feel bad for feeling those, like, that way, it's okay, y'all, it happens, I think after that, once we started, you know, getting to work, um, and she noticed it too, like, but I did not want to be, like, I guess, quote-unquote depressed, or, like, be labeled as, like, depressed, I don't know what it was, you guys, but when she told me, she was like, yeah, I think you're depressed, yeah, you're, 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 like, she told me, like, you're depressed, I started fucking crying. I was like, no. (laughs) Just because that made it real, I guess, for me. Like, even if you know, like, different stages, even if you studied it, like, it could still hit you. And that's what happened to me. Like, and just her seeing it, like, you know, her being the professional and being like, yes, I hear you, I see you. And you have, like, depression. Fucking started crying, y'all. <laughs> and what else? Um, so that was the counselor therapy. I mean, it went great. Obviously, like, I I kept going weekly. Was it, Yeah, it was weekly. It was, like, I don't know, like, up and down. Like, improvement. Then I would get, like, hints of emotion. And just, like... I was very irritable. That's one thing. Like, I kept telling her, like, at the house. Because I felt like I wasn't being, like, understood. I remember I went to... I packed... I packed... I put Toa in the car. And we were going to go to our old hiking spot. It's in Palos Verdes. I'm like, yeah, I haven't been there in a minute. It would be, like, a good chance for me to go alone. Like, you know, part of my little my little schedule or whatever i wasn't even like at the hiking spot yet i was still driving up the little mountains i started to like feel weird i guess i I don't know how else to say i I felt weird like i started breathing heavily i felt nauseous um my bones like that feeling that i try to explain like when i got the call from my grandpa like my bones were like they felt like they were shaking, like, trembling. But, like, when I looked at my hands, like, they were fine. And there has been instances where I look at my hands and, like, my fingers are, like, trembling and stuff. But it was more so, like, my bones. It was so fucking weird. You know, once you start feeling off, like, your mind just kind of just fucking doesn't let you, like, look at the right side or, like, chill the fuck out. Like, it feeds off of that. I somehow managed to, like, pull into this private park. I'm like, okay. Like, I try to, like do some deep breath work 
I got off the car, dude. When I got off the car, when I stepped on the concrete, it felt, my knees were like, it would grow, like, I don't know how to explain it. It was just fucking weird. So I kept, like, I felt nauseous. I was, like, in and out of breath. Like, I felt like my, I felt, like, flushed. I felt like I, I looked yellow, but I didn't. Um, so I'm trying to, like, chill. I felt like I was on a bad, what's it called, high or something. So I went over, I grabbed Telva, I took her out to pee. We walked on the grass, and, like, the grass felt, like, hard. It felt, like, concrete. But I knew I was just tripping. And I'm like, dude, I can't go hiking like this. And, and that made me more mad. I'm like, I'm supposed to be doing my work. This is part of my homework. <laughs> like, I'm trying to get better, and this shit happens. So I just couldn't understand. And then eventually, like, a security, he's like, do you live around here? I'm like no like i wanted to cry i'm like can't you see i'm going through something but i'm like no i just got in my car i started going downhill i think i pulled over to an arco or mobile and that's when like i just threw up out of nowhere and i was just like what the hell is going on like this has never ever happened to me we eventually went home um and then that's the first thing i told my therapist when it was like our next session i was like why did I feel like that? <laughs> but I was just like, I really wanted to know what that was. Like, was that me? Like, what? Like, is it part? Like, does this happen often? Or like, what? And she was like, like, I just felt like in a panicky mood. And she's like, yeah, it sounded like you had a panic attack. Every now and then I did experience anxiety. But thankfully, it's only been like twice that I've had those. Recently, actually, the recent time I felt like that since since I've done therapy was... Um, when we went, when I went to Mexico recently, and it was actually like at the Cerro de Cobulete, we went to Cristo Rey, and I'm like, why am I, like, why is my breathing escalating? I even like walked ahead of my family, so like, I was like, am I, am I, like, is it me? Am I tripping or am I breathing? Like, am I tripping out? Um, so like, I try to like maybe like get away from my family just so I didn't want them to be like, are you okay? What's wrong with you? You know? So like, uh, thankfully I had the mask on but um I started taking deep breaths and then like it clicked like this was the last place like I had brought my my puppy Chuy to the when I went to Mexico with my friend we spent like the whole day we took a road trip and that's where I took him so like ooh, sorry y'all <laughs> so like feelings were obviously they were being brought up subconsciously I guess until like I had to listen to my body like what the fuck is going on it wasn't like anything <clears throat> like negative though it, it was just weird but like I knew it was anxiety because now I know how like my body what my body does when when I have it but yeah that's how it was for me I experienced obviously I went to therapy talk therapy experienced panic attack and anxiety and I guess now I still do on occasion clearly I got better and she actually saw it my therapist she's like i think one of our last sessions she's like how do you feel and i was like i feel good <laughs> like jasmine i feel good um no like, yeah i felt lighter it was crazy the power of just talking your shit out honestly it's incredible did you notice it affecting those around you or no well, that's kind of a tough question because 
a lot of people in my family were not vocal about our feelings. So I really don't know if it affected anybody close to me. But the person I know it did affect a lot was my mom. Once me and my ex broke up and I ended up showing up at my mom's house and I explained everything to my mom and I was crying. Like you could tell she really felt for me because of course her and my dad went through a divorce and you know unfortunately their situation got physical as well so she felt for me I could tell it affected her because when I wasn't eating she was like really I don't want to say she was forcing me to eat but she's like come on mija like I really need you to eat like here's fruit um take some vitamins here's arroz con leche like she was really trying to do whatever she could you know I did notice that and I love her for that. What about you though? Did you notice your behavior or the way you were affecting anybody around you? I think eventually like it was obvious like I think the most thing I was afraid of was for it my feelings to start showing like physically um but eventually it did people kind of like knew like you know, something was up. I don't think it affected them. Like, you know, obviously they wanted to see me get better or whatever. Okay. Okay. And what do you think was the most difficult part of getting through this? Tell me, girl. Tell me. It was like accepting, you know, the real deal, which was I was depressed. <laughs> um definitely the major thing which is going to be like a major thing for everyone that tries to do therapy I think is actually being vulnerable and talking 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 I'm more of like a active listener I'm the one that's you know hearing out my friend another difficult thing I think family support I think my family is very supportive in general I think it's mainly just like comments I, f I remember this day oh this day like it knocked me off a little bit. Like, I felt so sad. I think I cried at the end. It was... It was actually towards a better part of my little journey. I Like, I started to feel good. I don't even know what the hell, like, how this happened or, like... I don't know. So, like, I remember I felt... I started feeling good. Um, feeling lighter, if you will. And depression, like, you don't... Sometimes you're not gonna want to, like, take care of yourself. So, like slowly but surely starting to enforce like taking care of myself whether that meant you know like something little as just like hygiene or actually you know supplementing yourself and stuff like that so like my therapist has told me like every little thing you do is something you know off your checklist whatever you wake up off your checklist like to your bed brush your teeth whatever you know off your checklist so like I was doing things like back to back so I felt like I was on a roll and I remember like walking out of my room and my dad he like made a comment I want to say it was like and you guys that knocked me down so bad because I, I I woke up like on the right side of the bed or however that saying goes like I felt accomplished already and it was already like 
like mid-morning like 10 ish 11 so remember how i said like i didn't want my emotional um like my depression or whatever to like be physically noticeable on me and i think that's what messed with my head like i feel good um i'm doing shit right but then his comment made me like doubt myself in a way it was just weird, but I remember, like, I think he went to my car. I think I was heading out. I don't know what the fuck I was doing, but I started crying. I've never told him about that, but he had, he would say that loosely. And it's hard because generations from back then, I think this is all, like, new to them. So I don't expect them to understand. That was tough. Like, that was tough for me. But I think that's the only, the only lack of i guess support like the little comments like that was the only thing that i experienced and i remember my mom would actually when she would catch him she would like shut it down like she would because she's also like experienced has some history with it too so she had a better understanding of it she was just i, I think giving me my space i don't think she was like approaching it she kind of just let me, like, like I feel like she, she kind of knows, so, like, she wasn't pressing me about it. Yeah, I guess it did affect my dad, because, you guys, if you guys know me, yeah, I'm a little quiet, but, like, compared to my siblings, bitch, I'm the life of the party. <laughs> Not in a bad way, but, like, I'm the most, I guess, outgoing, talkative, whatever. Obviously, at parties, I like my little drink, but, you know, and I mean, I don't know, like, I'm kind of like a female version of my dad in a way. Oh, I think. Like, you know, he's loud. I, I don't want to be, like, <laughs> the female version of my dad. Because <laughs> sometimes he don't shut up. But, um, and it's annoying. But, you know, with all the, with all the love. But, um, maybe, like, he didn't know how to, like, I don't know. We just never talked about it. Like, maybe he didn't know how to be there for me. But he knew, like, that. Obviously, it was known that I didn't want to, like, stay in that place. Like, I was, I was doing the work to, like, try to, like, dig myself out. And I had told him, like, I think I told my mom and my dad, like, to give me some space while I, while I, while I figure it out. And that was that. Like, that's, like, the only, the only thing I think that was said. Because they knew I was in therapy. They knew my appointments. But, yeah, I just thought of it. Like, I don't think he he understood it i guess i don't know y'all this shit was just weird in general yeah going back to the other question i guess it did affect him just because maybe he didn't see it coming i don't know maybe i should have a talk with him about it difficult part was definitely like his little comments i think it hit me more because i was already starting to feel good so that like um made me insecure i remember i'm like fuck like Am I not doing shit right? Am I going backwards? Like, it just started, I started to get in my head. What do you think was the most difficult part of getting through this? I think the most difficult part of getting through my depression was just having the ability to want to do things. I would just be in my room all day until I had to go to work or on my days off. I wouldn't even come out of my room. So that was difficult. I eventually got over that. You know, you guys, like I said, you can only be sad and in your feelings for so long until you realize, like, dang, what am I doing? Like, I'm not doing anything. Why? 
why is this person or these feelings taking over me so much to the point where I'm doing nothing? It was very unhealthy. And also, just like Lenny said, my dad would make comments too. And that shit would piss me off. Because y'all know I'm a stoner. Okay. (laughs) I'm a stoner. So I wake and bake. Before I eat, I smoke. Before I go to sleep, I smoke. And my dad would just be like, that's why you're depressed. Because all you do is smoke. That's a depressant he would come for me and I'd be like you know what get out of here like I don't I don't want to hear it so there was a point where me and my dad would butt heads but not because like we didn't get along it's more because comments you know shitty fucking comments that in the moment no one wants to hear it I don't want to fucking hear it you know what I mean talk to me later talk to me nice (laughs) But I love my dad. Okay, you guys, last question. So, girl, what advice would you give to someone who's going through a difficult mental, emotional, just hard times? So, first, I want to start off with stop with the negative shit. I know it's easier said than done because, bitch, I'm negative more than half the time. And it's toxic. It's bad. We got to stop that shit. We got to talk to ourselves positively. Wake up. Tell yourself you're the fucking shit. You know what I'm saying? You got to uplift yourself. Because if you don't fucking do it, who's going to do it, bitch? I'm single. Ain't nobody going to do it for me. (laughs) Like, no, for real. And talking about being single and shit, you don't need someone to validate your feelings you don't need someone to validate like how you should feel you know what I'm saying you should validate your feelings within yourself one thing that personally helped me a lot was I wrote a lot I have a journal and every day for like three months I was writing in my journal everything I was thinking about everything that went on throughout my day And it was just very peaceful and very helpful. And then I look back at some of those, like those, you know, little journals, little diaries, like the dates and stuff. And I read back and, you know, it's you you've come some ways. Maybe you've come a long ways. Maybe you've come just a little bit of ways, but you see the growth. You know what I'm saying? And that's pretty cool to me. A good advice I'd give to some of you guys. If you don't have a dog already or a cat, get one. They are the best emotional support partner anyone could have. And they're fucking loyal to you. They fucking love you. So why not? What about you, girl? I would like to tell this person that your feelings and emotions are valid there's people that are willing to help you there's always support there's hotlines reach out you could even reach out to us via dm we might not um like we said we're not like therapists or counselors or doctors or anything but we always have an ear i have two yeah we're here for you guys i'm pretty sure you guys have family use you know hit up your friends hit up your family important thing here is to voice 
your emotions and your feelings you guys talking can do you some good there was it my favorite saying at a time was like go it was there's always a lot at the end of the tunnel and i remember during my little depression journey thing well not little but like when i was feeling like at my lowest i i didn't see a fucking light i just saw darkness i just saw the fucking tunnel i didn't see no light and i you know that's when i had realized like fuck i'm in this shit sometimes when you can't see the light you gotta be the light and you gotta light that shit up don't give up thicken up i'm kidding no <laughs> sometimes life's gonna put you at your lowest position possible but for a purpose it's gonna teach you something it's not just gonna be because oh you got the bad end of the stick there's always something that's gonna come out from bad things whether it's a lesson whether it's an experience whether it's both and once you reach that point and you understand and you learn the only way you can go is up We'll see you at the top, bitches. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. And that concludes today's episode. Woo! You guys, like I said in the beginning, today's episode was going to be a little bit different. The vibe is a little bit different since Lenny and I are not in the same room. We do hope that the message they get across, though. Mental health is very important. And... If you haven't seeked therapy yet, maybe you should look into it. See if you'd like it. You know what I mean? Can't knock it till you try it. I wasn't I wasn't kidding when I said we're like an onion <laughs> and you guys are unraveling us with every fucking episode. Like yes, we're on our fuckery, but we go through real shit too. Things like this are way more common then we know and we need to step it up as fucking humans and be there for each other and not be on that envious selfish uh, yucky shit spread kindness lend lend a listening ear do something you guys just treat each other nicely so we will see you guys next week at our season finale Tune in. Thank you. Love you. Bye. Bye.